welcome back to the Bad Movie Reviews channel, hosted by none other than your two favourite Aussie cinephiles, um, <laughs> Ben and, and Daniel. We'll be coming at you with a cinephile's wet dream, I guess. This, well. this time of year, um, a lot of people get into you know, the Oscars, the film awards, but it's uh, Saturday currently in Australia uh, and the Oscars are a Monday and I know I did a reaction of the nominations. I don't think you were there for that. I think you were um, away, but I guess we, we want to run through the nominees and I guess give our little prediction on what we think will win or, and, and what we think should win, but you know, should and think might be a different thing just based off what's been awarded and things like that. But Bear in mind, we will. I will let you know when we run through. There's probably some films we still haven't seen, as you know. If you're living in Australia, um, the the release schedule can be pretty shit, delayed, um, different. Yeah, yeah. Di pretty pretty shit. So some of these movies hasn't haven't even come out in Australia, um, and then certain categories we might just give you a heads up because we probably haven't seen any of them in terms of like documentary short and things like that. So we'll uh, run run through the main ones of what we have seen. Starting with probably the big, uh, the big one, best picture. So, um, which I think all of these I've seen. Um, we've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Woman Talking. In terms of what I know, Jesus, yeah, great, um, a great. <laughs> there's a few there, but great list of films. Great list of films, um, definitely. The I know we, you know, running back to obviously our top ten films of the year. Yours was number one. You know, your favorite film was Avatar: The Way of Water. But that is correct. Yeah, doesn't that's probably not necessarily meaning it'll win the best picture. So, what what do you what would you want to win here? But what do you think will win? So, characteristics of best picture are just like I guess. Everything great about the whole entire film overall. Well, yeah, it's just best picture of the year, essentially. Yeah, well, look for me, everything everywhere all at once. And yeah, it had um every every characteristic of everything that you'd want in a film. It wasn't just like visually gorgeous or well acted. It was it was everything to encumber. As you know, Avatar is my favorite, but plot wise, yeah, it was okay. But everything had everything. Exactly. Yeah, I think it'll genuinely sweep, and we'll run through the rest of the nominees, but. I think it's everything everywhere all at once to lose at this point. Yeah, um, I agree. I know you probably don't stay as up to date with, with the awards, but it's won like the the SAG, the P, like PGA, DGA, like pretty much everything best picture wise, um, it's cleaned up at really. So I think that'll really take it away and, and win. Uh, I think it was just, as you said before, that it's won – more awards than Return of the King becoming the most awarded film of all time. Which is outrageous. Which is, which is actually phenomenal because considering, like, obviously Return of the King isn't exactly a, an awards film, but you get these films that come out every year that are kind of released and almost pushed by a studio for these kind of things. Yeah. Whereas Everything Everywhere came out, like, March last year. It was just a studio, like, uh, A24 releasing it, and it was just – it just came out of the blue. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that'll definitely win, um, hopefully, anyway. Um, in saying that, we'll move on to actor in a leading role, which is still kind of up in the air. So you've got Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for Banshees, Brennan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, Bill Nye for Living. Now, 
I didn't. We see haven't living. seen. We haven't. Well, it hasn't. We haven't seen living because it only just. I think it hasn't even come out in Australia yet. I think yeah, it okay. might have come out this week actually. But I've seen everything else. I don't think Bill Nye will be winning anyway. Um, okay. Just because he hasn't. Seen he hasn't won, and you haven't seen After, after Sun. Sun. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, it's probably not going to either of those two. As much as I would love Paul Mescal to win, because I'm not even kidding, I genuinely think he's probably the best performance of all these nominees. He won't just because this is actually his first nomination pretty much across the board of... It'd be great um, if he won it then. Well, across the board of like all the awards leading up to the Oscars, like yep. Golden Globes, yep. he never got nominated and things like that. But what do you think will win here? Because this is an interesting Look, one. Look, I like, can only really go based off the on... first three, but they're probably the first three to win, like... They're probably the front runners. Yeah. 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 Um, look, Brendan Fraser return to uh, Hollywood was was actually pretty fantastic, despite how messed up the entire film was. Um, I feel like he did well. Colin Farrell really, I think, was one of the reasons that I love Banshee so much, and that it was such like a impactful film for me. Mm. Um, and I was yeah, it was just it was just great along the board. It was, but for me, I'm going to go with probably Colin Farrell on this one. I reckon. I think. Austin Butler will win. Um, only reason in saying that, I don't think he's the best in here. I actually prefer, out of those three, I actually would prefer Farrell to win. Yeah. Um, I think it's the better performance of the three. Um, but Austin Butler, I think it's like 10 of the last 16 Oscar nominations have been won by like characters portrayed um, that oh, are real life. Gotcha, so it's like gotcha. they love this shit and it's been... Paul, um, Austin Butler and Brendan Fraser have kind of been taking what like Austin Butler won the Globes and then Brendan Fraser's won like certain awards bait, um, at, at different sort of award ceremonies. So yep. it's kind of still up in the air, but I do think Austin Butler will win just purely for the fact that they love a biopic and like he Always. is very, he is very good in the he film. He is very good in the film. So I can't like hate it, but I would prefer to go to Farrell just cause I think it's a better performance in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Going into other actors, obviously this one's kind of carried by um, Banshees a little bit. But in supporting role, we've got Brennan Gleeson in Banshees, Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway, which we haven't seen, um, which is a, like straight to Apple TV, I believe. Okay. Um, Judd Hirsch, who was the uncle in The Fablemans, yep. who was in it for four minutes. Um, Barry Keegan for Banshees and Key Hawaii. Quan for everything all at once. Now, we may as well just say this is going to Key. Yeah, I'm not even going to second question that. Yeah, I think... Key has won literally every Best Supporting Actor nomination he's gotten except for the BAFTAs, which is the British film, like the British, and yeah. they gave it to Barry. And that's because it's a British, like, it, yeah. you know, British film, so they they are more aligned with what that. What a return to Hollywood for him. What yeah. a return to everything. It was phenomenal. It was great to see him back. Oh, yeah, 100% hands down. I'm not even going to, like, everyone else was really great, and I did, like, um, uh, Barry and Brendan Gleeson's uh, roles within Banshees, but he's. Um, I think Key deserves. Like I think Key's Key by far and away. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for Key's performance, I genuinely think Barry would take this. Like he was yeah, phenomenal in he Banshees. He was great. But I think at the current state in time, Key, it's it's definitely in Key's pocket. Basically, I agree completely. Um, this one's actually very interesting. Like as I said in my nomination reaction. This Oscars kind of has me excited because it could go to anyone. Yeah. Like we've went through three nominations already that can kind of, or two nominations that can kind of go to anyone. But actress in a leading role is probably the most up in the air. You've got Kate Blanchett for Tar. Yep. Which we've seen. Anna de Armes, which was a straight to Netflix film for Blonde where she played Marilyn Monroe. Yep. I have watched that dog shit film, but she's good in it. 
Andrea Riseborough, which to Leslie, which isn't out in Australia yet. We've got Michelle Williams in the Fablemans, who's the mother yep. of um, Sammy and Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere. Now, this is going, a lot of awards have gone to Kate for Tara and a lot have gone to Michelle for Everything Everywhere. I was literally about to say that I can't split between the two. For me, Tar was like a very average film, only because it didn't really appeal to myself. I wanted to but respect Kate it. Kate yeah. was fantastic it was some of the best acting i've ever seen in her entire career and i love michelle yo she's always stands up in nearly everything she's in so. i think kate blanchett like honestly with that performance has solidified her spot as probably one of the best working actresses i've ever seen in my life yeah that, um that showed a new range she's been nominated unreal. for eight plus oscars or something ridiculous yeah. um i'm 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 gonna go with my heart though and just pick michelle because like Kate's won before Michelle. They kind of like to do these. Um, they really kind of like to do these kind of honorary Oscars where it's like, a, you know, thanks for your service as a career. And I think this is definitely one of them because like, obviously it's voted, but um, I think everything everywhere will sweep and it'll help that that's probably more aligned with like best picture. Usually if there's winning more, it's more likely. Yeah. Um, whereas I don't see Tar winning a heap. But I'm going to go Michelle. But look, it could go to anyone. Kate's won. Um, I think they're pretty even, like, in terms of the awards that have been given out off this season. They've both won, like, 15 or so each. Um, SAG, you know, PGA, DGA. Yeah. Who, I, I presume you want Michelle to win? because Of course. I've always loved everything that she's in. And she's also one but of But I think favorite. you also probably like the movie more. Yeah, I love yeah. the film. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, that one, I would love Michelle to win, but I'm not going to be angry if Kate wins because I do think it's a phenomenal performance. Yeah. The next one is also really interesting because this one's been going to everyone. Yeah. Um, we've got Angela Bassett for Black Panther, who she kind of came out of nowhere and won the Golden Globe and has won a few along the way after that. You've got Hong Chiao in The Whale, who um, hasn't really been winning a lot, but she was great, um, who's obviously the nurse. Kerry Condon in Banshees. And then you've got Jamie Lee Curtis, for everything everywhere and Stephanie Shu, who plays, you know, Jojo Tabaki, um, for everything everywhere. This is seriously interesting because Angela Bassett's won a few. Kerry Condon has won a few. Yeah, I'm a big then, fan of Kerry. And then Jamie Lee Curtis has also won a few, which kind of interests me because it's not like she's some thespian who's, you know, done hard yards of service in Hollywood. She's kind of been an actress for Halloween movies and, you know, done your it bit there. Like, it's not like a service like Michelle Yeoh would be. Yeah. Because um, I genuinely think Stephanie Shu is the better performance by far. I would love to see Kerry Condon win it, though. I thought, I think she's probably my favourite performance of the five. I agree. In Banshees. Um, in saying that, though, I, I genuinely think it could probably go to anyone except for Hong Chao, probably. Yeah, look, Hong Chao, I thought she... Uh Acted fantastically in the film, but the the other four definitely separate himself a little bit. Yeah. I, I can't really choose between them. My my heart's going with Kerry just because I, I feel like she really stood up in a film that wasn't directly about her. She really supported that quite well, and the whole aspect of like she was the growth from grief and things like that too. So. Yeah, for for all the yeah, yeah. I, I think it's either in my opinion between Kerry or Jamie. Um, but I, I would love to see Kerry win, but I wouldn't be mad if. Any of them, one, nah. to be honest. I think they're all great in the film. Fantastic um, to all of them. So I wouldn't have really any issues there. Um, as I said, it's only a few days away. Animated feature film is an interesting one. I think it's pretty much sewn up. 
um, because it's pretty much all gone at this first film that I'll go through, but you've got (laughs) um, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Fantastic. You've got Marcel the Shell with shoes on, which I've seen and absolutely adored it, um, but I don't think it'll win. Puss in Boots, The Last Witch, which we both absolutely loved. Loved. Uh, The Sea Beast, which is a, a Netflix film, which... I saw some some time ago, but I can't quite remember, which gives you an idea of what that was like. Yep. Um, and Turning Red, which we both enjoy also. I enjoy also. Turning Red too. Um, I think this is going to Pinocchio. Yeah, not I, hands down. Um, as much as I love Puss in Boots, I, 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 it's a similar thing. I think any other year that would win, but when you've got a stop-motion film like Pinocchio that deals with grief, debt, like all of that, and how well it, it's made and how he good the film is. He just makes amazing films. And how good the film actually is. I, I think that's the only, as I said, it's a very close award season i think that is the only nomination like category that has not lost like pinocchio is not lost for animated feature so that gives you an idea of how close it is but also our dead giveaway that is yeah so um i'm all for that next one we've got cinematography which is an interesting one because i'm actually going to talk about how the fact that so many films here were snubbed um for the films that are released you've got all Quiet on the Western Front, which is phenomenal. Um, Bardo, False Chronicle of Handful of Truths, which I, I, we haven't seen. Yeah, about to um, Elvis, sure. Um, <laughs> Empire of Light, which hasn't, I think only just recently came out in Australia, which we haven't seen. And then Tar, which also was beautiful in terms of cinematography. Correct. Um, yeah. I think the fact that Avatar, Top Gun, and Babylon aren't nominated in here over Elvis and Bardo, even Empire of Light. I've seen like snippets, like I haven't fully seen the film, but I, I don't care. Um, those three films are possibly some of the biggest snubs I've ever seen. Yes. I personally think this is going to all quiet though. Yeah. The, the cinematog- as much as I love the cinematography in Tar, like some of the shots and the whole film's just beautiful. I think all quiet. It was it was, it was it was a next level, that's for sure. That's why for me it was one of my top films of the year. It it hit so many notes I wasn't expecting it to. It was it was great. It definitely for me, I feel like this is a it's gonna be between Tar and All Quiet, and I think All Quiet's gonna cop this one. Yeah, I think it's the better looking of the films as well. And cinematography usually like um and war films go hand in hand, you know, like you've seen nineteen seventeen win it recently and they generally always look beautiful. Um, I think that'll probably win it. The, the next one's actually interesting as well. Um, it's probably not something that I care about too much. But, uh, <laughs> costume design, which you've got Babylon, um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I've seen all them, and then Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, which I, I, I unfortunately seen. haven't seen. I like the costumes in all of them, but I'm like... It's an interesting one because I, I really can't really pick a winner here. I do think it'll probably go to Black Panther because sometimes costumes just go to your superhero films where they're really focusing on costumes and it has kind of done really well. But then everything everywhere is also been kind of a, a hidden force and it's won a couple over the past yep. couple of weeks for, for costumes. So, I yeah. It's a hard one because, like, do you go based on, like, originality or accuracy? Um, like, obviously, Elvis and Babylon would be probably fairly accurate to its time. And Babylon was beautiful, but... Oh, the costumes in Babylon were unreal, yeah. Yeah, but it was very, like, also periodically accurate too, so... Yeah, it's nothing I think over you're the right. top, I like, think... Black Panther or everything where it's creative, and that's why I think they might win. Yeah, I agree. Because um, Babylon and Elvis are very much yeah. true to its time period, so... I'm going to go with everything just because we're following a pretty... 
pretty similar it's, theme it's on sweet, the board. Sweet, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I would agree with that. This one, I think, is a, a shoe-in um, for best director or best directing. You've got Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Inisherin, uh, The Daniels for Everything Everywhere, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and then Ruben Ostlin for Triangle of Sadness, which is kind of a surprising director nom. Um, I also think Damien Chazelle should be here for Babylon probably instead of... Yeah, instead of Triangle instead of, of Sadness for me. Probably Ruben, yeah. Um, or even The Fablemans. I think The Fablemans is brilliant, but in terms of direction for The Babylon ones. Yeah. But it wouldn't win anyway. I think it's give it to The Daniels. Yeah, in look, terms of direction, like I'm big on the top two there. Once again, um, yeah, uh, I, I got no really extra points to make there. For me, they're they're par on par. And look, if either of those two win, I'm going to be pretty happy. I think you're right. Uh, everything everywhere will probably sweep along the board, and it'll probably cop this one too. Well, I think the Daniels have been winning a lot, um, which makes sense because like it's also it's not just a basic film. Like in terms of the direction, the actual film itself is really well shot directed like it's, Agreed. it's beautiful Agreed. um which takes us to to editing which is actually an interesting one um, do you skip one then uh i, I i've skipped oh. like feature film and documentary because like i've seen one of the documentary feature films which is fire of love and i haven't seen any of the short films so i can't really make any comment on them so oh, yeah that's fair um and i presume you probably can't either so, <laughs> um film editing we've got um the banshees of inishirin elvis Everything Everywhere, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Oof. I think it'll be going to Everything Everywhere, but like low-key, I could also see Top, Top Gun, Gun winning Because yeah. it's edited so well and precise, but when I think of Everything Everywhere, I think of those montages and stuff like where they're editing in and out of the different realms and like the and like the editing with the animation and like the different shots. It's it's so well edited along with the whole the whole film. And I just genuinely think because it's probably going to win everything else that will um really probably take the cake. But I agree. Yeah, it'd be one of those two, 100%. We both have a similar opinion on that, but you're right. Everything's probably going to cop this one again. Yeah, which I'm all for because it's a brilliant movie. Um, what we'll do, we'll take, a, um, we'll take a quick drink break and we'll come back with the the international feature film, which we probably can't chat about too much, but there's a, there's a clear winner, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, yeah, we'll catch you in. I'm sure it'll, for you, it'll be one second. And welcome back. Um, international <laughs> feature film. We, I probably can't chat about too much cause I've actually, Oh no, I've actually seen a few of these, but I think you've probably only seen. I've only seen all one. quiet. All quiet on the Western front. We've got Argentina, 1985 close, which I, I, I have seen. And I thought that was brilliant, but. Um, EO, which I've also seen, and The Quiet Girl, which I've also seen, but I think it's going to all quiet. Like, and the reason why is it's nominated pretty much in every other category. Yeah. Um, so you've obviously got, you know, it's even nominated in Best Picture. It's nominated in um, Cinematography. It's all, one like, of the best international films for myself that I've seen is in like top five up there. It's It was phenomenal for me. And I haven't seen the rest, so my judgment's really poor, but... All quiet for me for that one. Yeah. No, I think that's pretty much a given. The next one is interesting, which is um, makeup and hair. Ooh. Now, the reason I say this is interesting is because it could kind of go a few ways. Yeah. You've got All Quiet on the Western Front, which, to be honest, I thought the makeup was brilliant. Um, the Batman, Black, pa pa Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis and the Whale. Now, I personally think it'll either be between Elvis or the Whale. 
But the reason I say that is it just depends if they want to give it to a fat suit makeup. Like there's not great makeup in the whale, but it's just like the no, fat, the fat yeah. suit. Like obviously is that technically counts as that. But I think Elvis in terms of hairstyling and makeup, obviously yeah, similar as you said with costume, it's a subject of its time, right? And I think it did so well with, with the, the hair and obviously even the makeup when you've got yeah. Elvis going through the different stages of his life where he's obviously looking older, he's obviously gained the weight, things like yeah, that. Yeah, they did that fantastically. For me, the moment I looked at this, I, I saw between All Quiet and Elvis. I didn't see the whale in it too much. I think mostly because it's hard to judge, judge a movie just based on the fat suit, kind of like what you said. Um, but All Quiet, like some of that stuff was just gravi- oh, even graphically when, like, gravel beautiful. Like, yes. Sticks to his fat. Yeah. Oh, great. Um, I'm, I'm going to go All Quiet for this one. You reckon? Yeah, just because mm. I... You want to switch I, it? I feel like I'm going to switch it up. Elvis will, Elvis will probably win it, but I'm yeah, going to give the extra you points. That's what you want to win. Yeah. The whales, just like generally speaking, the Oscars love to give something to a film which has had like a physical transformation. Oh, okay. Um, that's the only reason why I say that could win because like when, when actors go through, like for instance, I think um, Jay Edgar won it previously where Leonardo was in a fat suit. Yep. Vice, which was a recent film with Adam McKay, won it where Christian Bale was in a fat suit. As soon as someone's in a fat suit, it's like Oscar. Yeah. Like they froth at the mouth. Don't know what I just did. But <laughs> this one, let's chat. Music original score. Did Beckham now, I know have much music, original music? Excuse me? I'm the kidding. whole thing is... I'm getting... Like, yeah. Uh, um, I was about to cancel <laughs> this podcast. Um, original score. Now we've got... All Quiet on the Western Front, Babylon, The Banshees of Inishirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and The Fablemans. Um, what do you personally prefer of like of these scores? Um, to be honest, I can't quite remember a few of them, like in terms of the music that rings yeah. a bell, but um, what do you think will win here? Look, it's it's a hard one for me because like Babylon was phenomenal and that's that is stuck in my head how amazing everything was in that film. But I know I've probably given an extra, a lot of extra points to everything everywhere at once, but also All Quiet on the Western Front is actually probably the one that stands out. Um, mostly because for me, it's really hard to like uh, portray a lot of those like emotion and the gruesomeness of like that whole environment. And that's one thing that people miss. They're just like, oh, this is war. There is no score there, but it's actually quite epic and it's quite overwhelming too. So for me, it's going to be between uh, Babylon and All Quiet on the Western Front. I'm hoping All Quiet gets it, but I have a good feeling Babylon will because it was it was next level. I think um, like all these scores are great. Everything, yeah. everything everywhere wouldn't surprise me if it did win. And that's just because, A, it's sweeping everything. Um, but I don't think this – like I thought the score was good, but I don't think it, it was like the best It doesn't stand out thing. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one thing that annoys me about award shows, whether it be Oscars or even Grammys and things like that, is when a winner, when someone gets it and people don't agree, they'll go on Twitter, they'll send hate mail, which I, I don't agree with. But Stop my sex. God, if Babylon fucking loses this, I swear to God, I will send a letter to every <laughs> voter, every voter in the Academy, because that will be the biggest robbery of all time. Yeah. Voodoo Mama, go and listen to it right now. It is the best... Possibly the best piece of orchestrated score. I heard you listen to I, it for about two weeks after the movie. It is phenomenal. <laughs> All Quiet. I see it between All Quiet, Babylon and everything um, everywhere. But I think Babylon by far and away deserves it. I think it, it's definitely the best score. And I think the thing that with like the thing with all these is that score heightened the movie. 
Without yeah. that score, the movie's not even the same movie, really. Like it, that that is just the I, most epic. Yeah, I agree. Epic score. Um, Babylon will win. I just want All Quiet to win. I I don't even know if it will win. All Quiet won like best score at the BAFTAs, and it's won a few. Um, Babylon won, I think, at the Globes and things like that. But yeah. Yeah, it's this year's Oscars excites me because it's everyone's guess. But if this category right here, it'll fucking anger me so much. I'm not even kidding; like it'll piss me off. Um, but the next one we can probably agree on, which is original song. Um, now applause, never heard of it. From yeah. Tow It Like a Woman, I've never heard of the film. Hold My Hand, which is by Lady Gaga for Top Gun Maverick. Lift Me Up, which was um, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever by Rihanna. Natu Natu from RRR and this is a life from everything everywhere all at once give it to Natu Natu right now like yeah good even... I'm, I was I'm trying to think of the other ones I'm like I don't, I nothing don't actually, stands lift, out but... lift me up I remember like that's one at the end but triple um, R was just like I, I, t- I tell people about this film because of how beautiful that it was that like whole scene and song was just it goes hand in hand right level. like hold my hand and lift me up are like kind of the ending credit songs yeah Natu Natu like they they do like a film they do like the original song that's actually takes place within the film yeah um generally speaking I'm I don't actually Bollywood remember film getting up yeah I don't actually remember this is a life but I know for a fact that they're performing Natu Natu live and hopefully they do the dance number I'll be watching oh yes um I think it'll go to that anyway. I think that's kind of one one everything. Um, the next one is actually very interesting because this probably could go to everything as well, um, which is production design, which you've got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, and The Fablemans. I think just similar to what you were saying with um, the makeup, costume, things like that. I think this will probably go to Babylon. Yeah. Um, just product of its time. The whole film is beautiful. It did so well, but I also could see it going to Elvis. Yeah. I think there's a lot of really good candidates for this, but I, the, the periodic stuff is... Periodic peri- stuff usually... Period pieces are because, always just like unreal. Yeah. And, and like the one thing I can remember with like think of Babylon is like even that scene where they're filming all the movies in the in the stage and there's like this like the production design of that's next level but i can see some of the text going to elvis and i can see potentially that winning um but i really hope babylon wins you know what we just did talk about though about how like great uh period pieces are and if they have to be accurate for it to be great because Mm. people people know what the past looks like there's there's photos there's images people experienced it but that's why you can get away with things that are like futuristic because you get to make up what you want. And pretty much everything here except Avatar is a period is yeah. a period piece. So yeah. all quite also a good chance that everything was, it could win. It was, could win. Was gruesomely accurate. Yeah. The only thing I think of is like the actual like all quiet is 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 extremely accurate, but it's the amount of work that like, for instance, Babylon or Alba's probably going to in terms of like the, the production oh, design yeah. set design is, is a little bit more than obviously all quiet where in a, you know, like for instance, that film, they might be in a forest. It's completely. Yeah, I was just playing Devil's yeah. Advocate. It's definitely yeah, going to be Babylon. It's just um, going to be Babylon. <laughs> Babylon, you reckon? Yeah, 100%. Um, the short films, I can't really comment on. Next one Ooh. is sound, Ooh. which is interesting because they do love war films. They do love action films. You've got All Quiet on the Western Front. You've got Avatar, The Way of Water. You have got The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. I Damn. think. Just, so it sounds I, more than just 
like the music sound mixing sound that. editing that's you know like if for instance like to make certain noises they might mix it's it's all oh damn yeah it's, it's, it's not it's not, the, it's not the music it's it's the actual sound of the film and dead set why i think it'll it'll by far and away won't even go anywhere else but top gun maverick yeah well look if you're looking at sound overall 100 top gun maverick there's a lot of great great sound editing and design throughout even, every other even film the mixing there. of like even the... avatar was like unreal with some of the stuff that they did but you're right if you're looking at a whole film overall sound design top top gun's gonna probably take the cake yeah and i would like it too i would like it to win a oscar yeah a, a Os- an oscar and like... um the batman is one film actually that i want to bring up as to we just went through score that score was amazing it wasn't nominated which kind of annoyed me um i, I just don't realized remember that now. it yeah. Which maybe also why it was nominated because maybe people don't remember it. Well, it did come out in March. So oh, yeah, that does um, make it harder. Yeah, it does make it harder that it's nearly a year before. Um, visual effects. This is really close. This one could go anywhere, but the only place it'll be going is to the um, you know the boardroom my... of Joe Ladieri, Richard Bannerheim, Eric Sandon, and Daniel Barrett for Avatar: The Way of Water. No other film will even come close. I'll run you through the nominees. Just. Cause All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick. Um, all the VFX here are great, but Ava- yeah. like, it, you can't even argue. Not like, to I'm- discredit any of these other fantastically looking films visually, uh, Avatar's still going to win this. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, not even like not even close. Yeah, I think it won. There's I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but for instance, there's like uh, like you know screen like the the producers guild, directors guild. All these get the visual effects. I think Avatar won nine awards at the visual effects awards or something, um, which is a record amount. The man like invented technology for the visual effects. It's unreal. But yeah, you yeah. like read, yeah, um, yeah, correct. Now we have got our last two here, which is Ooh. both writing, um, but we've got adapted screenplay, which I guess for any of you at at home, if you don't know, it essentially means adapted from either like a, a short movie book. Adapted from an original source, um, which we have got All Quiet on the Western Front, which is based on a book. Yeah. Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, which obviously is um, adapted from the, the original basically. But yep. Living, which is also a book, that was the one with Bill Nye, which we, we haven't seen, so we can't really okay. contemplate on that. Um, Top Gun Maverick and then Women Talking. I don't think I saw Women Talking. Women Talking, I saw. Um, that was the the film, which is based on a true story about the – um, the women in the, the the town are full of um, like the the church, and um, the men snuck in and raped them, and then they were oh talking the one about, you watched recently talking about yeah. raping the town. Um, this is in, I really don't know with this one personally. I think it'll go to women talking. Yeah, you, the you, only reason I say that is because it's a very dialogue heavy film, and the it's extremely well written um and it's incredibly like haunting but to be fair i think it could also go to top gun maverick because i think in terms of like it's not very formulaic but in terms of the right like it's it's just such a perfect movie in a way that i wouldn't be surprised if that won but i do think screenplay why like women talking will probably take the cake here yeah just because i haven't seen it obviously yeah, probably based on yeah. You know, the, three, what you have the three films I have. But one thing that I noticed just from watching a lot more films recently with yourself and obviously doing these reviews is a movie, 
what makes a movie great is not just the acting. It's not just all the design. It's not all the. Um, it's it, it's the storytelling. It comes down it's, to the script. It comes it, down to once what's the script on the page. is so beautifully written, it helps you design a beautifully a beautiful film. It gives you all that context, all that characteristics. That's why for me, I see All Quiet on the Western Front. I know I've given it a couple of points each time, but it you had to have such good writing to be able to make that quality of film. Even though talking wasn't a major aspect of this, the description of everything that they're going through and the way they portrayed that throughout that experience came down to that writing. So for me, All yeah. Quiet on the Western Front. No, I agree with you that the film starts and ends with the writing. Yeah. And you're only as good as the script. Actors can elevate that for sure yes. and make it a better script, but every film comes down to writing and that's, I think, genuinely the most important thing about a film. Yeah. Um, which goes to original screenplay, which is um, a great category. Yeah. Um, you've got The Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fableman's Tar and Triangle of Sadness. This is a hard one for me. This is a hard one. I thought in terms of originality, I love Triangle of Sadness but I think this is really between the first two that I went through with everything everywhere or the Banshees. The writing in the Banshees in terms of like the dialogue is is extremely well written and it's like there's not much else I can really say. Like it, is, it is absolutely brilliant. But I do think in terms of originality and the fact that it's probably going to sweep every other award that it can, I think – It'll probably go to everything. I think you're spot on. It's definitely between the top two. Everything is probably going to take the cake on it. But yeah, the, the writing in both of them are so phenomenal and have such an emotional impact, which probably in both films was not no one was expecting. Um, so yeah, props on both. But I think you're right. Everything's – it was an amazing film. It is going to win a lot of awards and I do see it. Probably and I'm very happy one, about so. it. Like yeah. I'm very happy about them winning awards because it's not your average – award movie and no. i think that'll genuinely make people more interested in like the academy awards because it's i think the favorite movie of last year for probably most people who have seen yeah it. it's up there and i me. can genuinely see when they're announcing this award when they go here are your nominees banshees of inishiran when they show the clip and the script the script or the screenplay i can already see the bit where they're talking and it's the script where he goes and you're not nice anymore and i can see the bit with everything everywhere all at once as well where he goes you know you know, no matter what life, there's one place where I would like to be and that'd be, you know, doing taxes with you. I can't remember the line exactly, but I can just see those are the, 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 the short clips that they play entering it. But no, like, to be fair, all the films nominated here are fantastic movies. I'm not yes. going to lie. Like, it's one of my probably, like, there's always films here that you might not have seen and there's some weird films nominated. But in terms of, like, year on year, 2022 is probably one of my favorite years of filming quite some time. And if you don't know how, like for instance, best picture works, it's a preferential vote. vote. So um, the voters are told to vote one to 10 on their favorite films. But for instance, if they've not seen one, they can just write one, two, three, four, and that's it. They don't have to even put all of them. And what happens is if 50% of the vote is for number, the number, if, if number one owns more than 50%, it automatically wins. Yeah. But then, um, what essentially happens is the one with the least amount of votes um, in number one gets rescinded. So their second vote. So if they've voted, for instance, Triangle of Sadness, oh, sorry, Women Talking to Win or Triangle of Sadness and it's got no votes, what will automatically happen is it will go to their second vote, which will be 
everything everywhere and then it's it basically just keeps going until it's hit 50 yeah, percent. Okay. so yeah. it essentially just means 50 percent of the people need to or more 50 percent more need, to, need to need to agree that that's the best picture so um i i i wouldn't be mad if i went to anything to be fair but um no i'm pretty happy with all of them uh, for me the only one that i probably wouldn't give the extra award to is triangle of sadness in there just for myself, personal reasons, but... I'd give that over Tar, though, personally. Yeah, over Tar. But, look, Tar i got to give props for because I didn't enjoy the film that great, but I still talk about how amazing it was. And that's what makes, I think, a great film. And that's why you got to give it the extra props. But, look, everywhere's probably going to cop that still. I know we yeah. touched on it. It'll be interesting. Well, what... what um, comment below. Let us know. That's pretty much all that we'll chat with. But, um, yeah. Comment below. Let us know what you think will win, what you want to win, what your favourite film is. And um, it's only two days away and... I know we're seeing Dungeons and Dragons that day, but we, um, I'm sure we'll, we'll release a video judging by our predictions. I'll write down our predictions and go through where we fucked up and where we didn't <laughs> and what we, what we did right. And we might do a, a reaction to what did win and potentially even, you know, cry at key why, why Q1's speech. Cause that was uh, depressing at the Globes, but, um, yeah, other than that, comment below, subscribe, let us know what you think and we'll, um, we'll catch you next time. Awesome. Thanks guys.